Hey everyone, what's up? It's your girl Nakia and welcome to the Fearless Kia Podcast. Hey everyone, this is your girl Fearless Kia. I had to do a special Fearless Chat episode on Juneteenth. It's more of a Juneteenth recap, but there was no way that I could not record what I experienced that Friday. But just to give people context who don't know what Juneteenth is, at 155 years old, Juneteenth is the oldest known celebration honoring the end of slavery in the U.S. On June 19th, 1865, the Union soldiers led by Major General Gordon Granger landed in Galveston, Texas with the news that the Civil War had ended and all enslaved Blacks were now free. Although Abraham Lincoln enacted the Emancipation Proclamation on January 1st, 1863, news didn't reach Texas until 2.5 years later. Child. Mm. So Juneteenth is a reminder of the continuous fight for equality and justice for all and that we've all come far in society, but we have a long way to go. On the helm of the Black Lives Matter movement, Black Trans Lives Matter movement, and most importantly, because this is very important to me as a Black woman, protecting Black women and Black women lives matter as well, which has been emotionally, mentally, spiritually, and physically impacting the Black community all over the world. This year is the first time ever in my, yeah, my entire life that I've seen major corporations deem Juneteenth as national holiday, which is that we could observe, which is truly um, monumental in my books. So I have the pleasure of having my friend Jill Lofton join me today on this fearless chat because um, we were apart, we made a decision to go out and celebrate Juneteenth in true black black and black style back <laughs> in the streets of LA and so we you know we had to celebrate our true independence day for the first time you know this this is it so I had the pleasure of having Jill join me because I really wanted to there's no way that I could talk about that day and not include her this was like a moment we both did like embarked on together and I really wanted us to talk about like how we showed up and showed out, like the Black people showed up and showed out. But first, I want to just thank you so much for joining me on today's Fearless Chat. Um, and let's talk about, girl, how we was in these streets, <laughs> honey, on Juneteenth. Like, giving all Black queen, Black goddess. Yes. Black yeah, first and foremost, thank you so much for having me. Um, it was a great day. I'm so glad you convinced me to go. Um, I knew that I wanted to celebrate Juneteenth, but I had no idea that the day was going to unfold unfold the way that it did. It was it was a beautiful day. Girl, well, first, why was it important? for you to celebrate Juneteenth this year? Like at this moment, during this time, 2020, we're in a pandemic, we have Black Lives Matter movement, we are fighting systematic racism, we are fighting other levels of protecting Black women across the country and in different institutions. Why was it important at this time to celebrate? Yeah. 
I mean, to your point, there are so many things going on in the world. Um, I was skeptical because there is a pandemic and I was like, you know, I'm just going to stay my black self in the house. But um, after your encouragement, I was like, okay, let me try to venture out. So for me, this Juneteenth was extremely special. Um, Although it wasn't my first time celebrating, it was the first time that I worked for a company that recognized the holiday. So it really meant a lot to be able to dedicate my entire day um, celebrating our liberation and our culture. Um, You know, Black history for me is important, not just because I'm a Black woman, obviously, but is really ingrained in my family's history. Um, so my family is from LaFleur County, Mississippi, which is the same county where Emmett Till was murdered. I was raised in Memphis, Tennessee, where MLK was assassinated. So our history of oppression and systematic racism is very real and hits very closely um, to home for me. Um, so Juneteenth this year was a celebration of all of those things that you know we've been able to able to overcome as a people and a celebration of our accomplishments and you know as well as hope for the future. So you know I feel like. Juneteenth this year was kind of like a revival because, you know, of the unfortunate unfortunate events that have happened as related to police brutality and those things, you know, are the things that bind us as a people. We, we tend to um, come together through our pain. So for me today was a celebration of being able to overcome that pain and oppression with my people. So yes, come on. Yes. <laughs> Come on, Tennessee, Mississippi, South South. Okay, you have South South. <laughs> Okay, yes. Well, take us through the day of celebration. Like I think the people need to know. Yeah. yeah. So it was but long day. We started early. We started um the we started at like what nine ten o'clock. So well, you we picked me up at eleven a.m. Yeah, but I was up early. Okay. Trying to, you know, get ready for the parade and everything. So That's right. Get your fit. You know, fit I had to get my little fit check, my little Juneteenth outfit. Um, so yeah, we started out the day um in the Juneteenth car parade and protest, um, uh, where we drove through the historically black neighborhoods of LA, like Inglewood, South Central, and then we ended in Lamert Park. Um, as we drove through the neighborhoods, I was literally in tears. Nikia, you were like, yeah, I'm not <laughs> and it's like, I just could not contain my emotions because, you know, as we drove through the black neighborhoods, we passed by black owned businesses, people came out of their homes to cheer us on in, in solidarity. So it was just amazing. You know, I broke down specifically at one point when we like made that left on Crenshaw and there was an older woman outside and she Mm -hmm. was just in tears and she was just like, I'm so proud of you. So to see our elders cheering us on saying that we that we made her proud to me that like solidified the importance of the day, you know, it it, it felt like, you know, we are ancestors wildest dreams in motion, right? Because right. we pulled up, because just to take it back a little, when we pulled up, we see all these Corvettes, okay? Yes. The said, daddies in their Corvettes. <laughs> I the daddies in the Corvettes. <laughs> and then you see youth, you see, you know, no matter the age, generational, right? Yes. Whether you're young or whether you're older, they're, you know, they have signs on their cars. It's, it's you know, not our independence. This is our Independence Day. 
Yes, we had no, the Fourth of July be yeah, exactly. and that, like it was very black and black, 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 and everybody's lined up, and we're going out, and we're and we're getting ready to go through Inglewood, and we're hitting the street, and you one we had the black. We also did talk about the Juneteenth playlist. Okay, our Juneteenth playlist yes. lit in the car. Okay, we had every <laughs> black song going ham. Okay, and yeah. we're driving down the street. And we're going to have to share the playlist with the listeners. <laughs> you do. And you just, you know, everybody has their fists out um, of their windows and everybody's talking their horns. People are coming out of their businesses and standing in solidarity, putting their fists up. The police, for the, you know, are blocking traffic so that we have, we're ushered. This is the first time I feel like we've been ushered by the police. Yes. When you think about black people being ushered by police, and this may sound crazy, but I only think about it from a funeral standpoint. Right. Or from a, okay, you're going to jail. There are mass cars going to chase this man. You're being transported to to your demise, whether that's the the jail or the grave. (laughs) Yes. The jail or the grave. This is the first time we've been transported to our freedom, our destination, our opportunity in Lamar Park to just be free to dance, to participate in art, to shop Black-owned businesses, to listen to um, Black poets and rappers and eat Black-owned food. And so it was just like a sight to see. Like, I think for me, I was just so overwhelmed with joy. I was so lit in that car because I was like, this (laughs) is what independence day should feel like and i never felt that feeling of like on the fourth of july feeling true independence like the fireworks is cute and everything and to be honest i'm over the fireworks where they shoot these fireworks off every night right now but to see a sea of black people in their vehicles in or like in order being ushered through the black, the historically black neighborhoods of Los Angeles, to Inglewood, to Lamar Park, and being able to feel the level of solidarity, riding past Nipsey's store, riding past the black, small black businesses. It was just like, yo, we're a part of history right now. Like, I will remember this moment forever to tell my kids, my grandkids, the day that we received, luckily for our company, received Juneteenth as a national holiday to be observed, to be all, to be able to celebrate our independence. Absolutely. Priceless. So that was only the first part of the day. (laughs) (laughs) So um, the parade ended in Lamert Park, uh, where they had concerts for local musicians and poets. Everyone shared their, you know, Black celebrate celebratory music and poems and things like that the artists were sharing their artwork it was just it was just beautiful um you know everyone had their masks on and hand sanitizer was on deck so you know although although we are in a pandemic and it was a large crowd um I felt safe and people you know took precautions for the most part but it was great um once we left Lamert Park, um, the day still wasn't done. Um, we ended up linking up with some of our colleagues and friends for a celebration 
on the beach at Dockweiler. So we got to celebrate, dance, do a little twerking, drink, eat. So it was it was just a great end. Six feet apart too, y'all. We were social distancing. Just to be clear, yeah. we were social distancing. It was enough sand where you could hang a little blanket. Yeah. But what a beautiful thing to end Juneteenth on the beach. Shout outs to Beloved 1906 uh, and Shireen. Charles and Shereen for putting together this mixer on the beach at Doc Waller um, State Beach because just seeing black people in a circle, right? Very tribal, right? In a circle. Six, six feet, feet apart. apart, social distancing. <laughs> I just reiterate, six feet apart, social distancing with a DJ setup, with people and they're on car prints to what, whatever you wanted to wear, you know, to come out and celebrate Juneteenth, go into the middle of the circle and just dance and be free. And everybody had their libations, you know, and looking at the sunset come down as the waters crashed upon the shore and nobody bothered us. And we were just free to, to move and to be and to celebrate that is the priceless moment at the end of the day exactly. like we started out and riding through the streets of Inglewood, Lamar Park participating and dancing and 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 art and supporting black owned businesses and being able to end at this beach in a circle full of beautiful black people just blackness in general to have that moment to just dance and be free, have libations and just and, and to be undisturbed, like just and let unapologetically black. Yes, yes, no Karens interrupting our celebration. Had a can that walked up, but we was like, <laughs> <laughs> it was a beautiful day. Like I just want to thank you again for you know inviting me. Letting me crash your friend's party on the beach. Miss them. It was a great day. If you could sum up that day in one statement, what would it be? It would be, it would be thank God I'm black. Like there's a meme that I saw on Twitter that was like, being black is kind of dangerous, but it's lit. And I couldn't agree more. Like in spite of all the things that we go through as a people, I wouldn't have it any other way, period. Period. I honestly, that that took it right there. Being black is dangerous, but it's lit. Yep. It was beautiful. Like for me, my statement was like, I never felt more proud to be black. Boy. In that moment, I was proud to be black. I was proud to be a black woman. I was proud to be from the black community. And although we have a target on our backs, it is because we bring so much joy, so much light, so much love into the universe. And I understand why that can be seen deemed as a threat to others. For sure. But we must continue to push forward and move forward. And unapologetically. What do you hope comes out of the Juneteenth celebrations and moving forward as we continue to fight for justice and equality for all? Yeah. Um, I hope that we continue to celebrate the day as a time of fellowship amongst ourselves like if the holiday is recognized at the federal level i just hope the day maintains some sort of reverence for us and that it doesn't become gentrified like let's say like a cinco de mayo i want it to be <laughs> our day 
I don't want it to be gentrified and I want it to be a day that we celebrate unapologetically and undisturbed. Not a Cinco de Mayo. (laughs) No, I can only imagine how our Mexican brown, you know, brothers and sisters feel when they see people, you know, wearing their culture as a costume. I don't want Juneteenth to become that. I want it to maintain its reverence and importance for us. Amen. Well, with that being said, I just wanted to, one, hopefully everyone enjoyed their Juneteenth celebration the way that they could. If you weren't able to take PTO off or, you know, it wasn't nationally observed as a holiday by your company and you did have to work, I'm hoping that there was a part of your day that you could have celebrated your Blackness and your freedom. Um, and if not, like, let's continue to push for that, that opportunity to celebrate it in the future because you deserve to celebrate your freedom and it should be recognized. It was, it's historically in the historic, this is a moment in American history that happened and it should be recognized. And so I'm hoping that through our story and us sharing how our Juneteenth was, that we can spread some of that joy that was experienced and retelling our day with you guys, but also that you understand why it is important to begin and continue to celebrate all aspects of your Blackness, what it means to be free here in America, and what we are fighting for, and what we must continue to fight for every day. I know we tired. everything out of us to get up that Friday and to go out and bring that energy and joy that we deserve to celebrate. It's hard to celebrate when there's so much happening around us, but but we're known for finding joy and laughter in, in times of despair. And I think that's one of the things that I love about our people is baby, we're going to laugh regardless. (laughs) Period. (laughs) period and with that being said guys i just wanted to do this special episode so we can recount our juneteenth experience also to educate and inform you guys on what juneteenth is and also to let you know that we're unapologetically black over here on the fearless kia podcast and we'll continue to push and move forward uh being the change that we want to see um and fighting for justice and equality for all period Period. And with that being said, thank you so much, Jill, for joining me on this quick, fearless chat. And thank you so much for experiencing Juneteenth with me. It will forever be a moment that we will remember in each other's lives. And I'm so appreciative that I was able to spend that day with you and celebrate with you. Um, It was was wonderful. Probably best day of quarantine. For sure. (laughs) Emma. (laughs) For sure. Likewise. Thank you, Nakia. Thank you, guys. It's your girl, Fearless Kia, and we out.